Welcome to the Affiliate Interview Series by StatsDrone. And today it's another solo cast and we're talking about something that I'm becoming quite passionate about, which is LinkedIn. I've been spending the past, I'd say, I don't know, 14, 18 months trying to get better at LinkedIn and trying to see if it's a social media site that's gonna do something for myself as well as my business. And after doing a couple trials and just testing the waters, I finally started to figure a couple things out and I realized this is one platform that I need to invest in and it might be the number one platform for me and maybe for you it could be your number one platform too. So I'm going to start off this solo cast with my top three tips right off the bat. I'm going to give you what I think is the, the best advice and it's advice that I basically just see people not following at all and it's almost like there's no crash course on LinkedIn. Like when you sign up to LinkedIn. LinkedIn's not telling you how to game the system. They they just they really actually should because if you look at the way LinkedIn LinkedIn's algorithms work, they basically want to reward you for sticking around, adding more value to it. And when you get better at LinkedIn, it makes you want to stick around. So I'm going to go right uh, to it and jump into the top three tips of LinkedIn and to help you grow your profile, whether you're looking for work or whether you're trying to grow a business or do more network, doesn't matter what it is. So first thing, it's probably my biggest pet peeve is links. Now, what do I mean by links? I mean, when you make a post and you put a link in that post, LinkedIn, you gotta remember as a social media website, they don't want you posting links right in your first post, sending your users or your connections straight off of their site. It defeats the purpose of what LinkedIn tries to do. And if you think about other social media sites like Facebook and Instagram or TikTok, the last thing they want you to do is leave their platforms. They want you to stay engaged and inside their platforms. So when you post a link in your post and you've got like a couple words like you're, you're talking about it, then you're basically linking out and this includes YouTube as well. LinkedIn isn't quite happy with it. Now LinkedIn will let you do it, but what's probably happening in the background is link, LinkedIn's algorithm is kicking in saying, we're gonna show this to less people. So it doesn't mean you're gonna not get any likes at all or any comments or any engagement, but LinkedIn is going to push it down. And once you start realizing this, you start looking at people that actually do LinkedIn well and realize, hey, wait a minute, they're actually playing this game a little bit better. So for example, rather than using YouTube, if you publish, let's say a video snippet that's one or two minutes long, not like 10, 20, 30 minutes, you upload that video to LinkedIn, that video is now hosted on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is happy. LinkedIn is happy to share that with your audience and perhaps people outside of your audience. So for example, if someone likes your video or your post, that quite, that like could actually make, make it so that your post actually shows up on their feed. So when someone's looking at their profile, like they just might show up. So this is always important to remember that do good content, but don't put links in there because links is going to make it difficult for you to be seen and your post is gonna get less engagement. Less engagement is basically gonna be kind of like a waste of time. Uh, point number two, it's gonna be a weird one, but I'm just gonna flat out say it, follow Justin Rowe. I'm gonna put the link out there in the, the comments. Justin Rowe is a LinkedIn master. He's got his own LinkedIn business as a consultant and he's just constantly publishing the best information about how to get better at LinkedIn and how to use it for your network. Like it's in his business and obviously he's gamed the system. Uh, every time I check his account, he keeps gaining more and more followers. 
as of today he's sitting at 61,000 followers which is just absolutely insane I mean he didn't do this overnight but I get some of my best uh, insights and knowledge about how to get better at LinkedIn from Justin Rowe so just straight up follow him you're gonna learn a couple things along the way you might even learn a lot about LinkedIn ads and can't say enough about Justin I mean he, he's a pro he's got a LinkedIn agency that helps people you know optimize their ads um, highly recommend them and three is basically you have 100 connections per week so you really should use them and I'm not sure if it's per week uh, and if it's like 100 exactly I'm sure that these numbers could change all the time but as you're sending out connection requests um, at some point if you send out too many LinkedIn's gonna say hey cool it you've sent out too many and we're gonna restrict it and maybe next week you can uh, reset that so I believe as of today it is about 100 per week um, just make use of them and obviously try to make quality connections like don't just connect with random people that don't have anything to do with your potential network or your target but make them count and I'm gonna go into another point which I'm out of my top three tips but I'm gonna continue with more tips but when it comes to making a connection request you have an option to add a message or to not and here's what I've done in my personal experience and once again I'm following a lot of uh, experts on that are very good with optimizing their profiles on LinkedIn uh, sometimes I just do a connection request and I say you know what they are my ideal target or someone I really want to talk to but if I come up with a pitch and try to sell them something their wall might come up and they might not actually accept that LinkedIn request so you got to be very mindful to say well what am I going to do am I going to send it with a message or without a message most of the time I like sending requests without a message but if I am going to add a message I'm also not trying to sell them and I'm also not trying to be so fake that they see right through it so I mean hey man nice content um, that that's not cool I mean people with websites you get these things like hey man that's great insight, insightful post uh, I want to publish a, a link on your site and you know it's spam so don't come off as spammy and just try to think about that person and go if you're gonna leave a comment make sure it's got some sort of weight to it like are you following them have they taught you something and if they have be like, that's just great um, maybe another one would be hey if you're going to the same conference maybe you could say hey it'd be really nice to meet up we have a lot of connections in common great so just try to make it so it's a bit more quality um, so we've got to remember that B2B like this doesn't always apply to affiliate marketing but it can in a lot of ways B2B is a slower buyer journey so you want people to trust you so you got to kind of hold off on I'm gonna call it spam and just say connect with people naturally and engage with them naturally and stop trying to sell it's once you start going with LinkedIn from a, a sales first like I gotta I gotta treat you like a quota people just put their guards up and it's it's no different than in person or behind a computer whether it's email or LinkedIn people will get their guards up and they're gonna say I'm not entertaining this and I mean on my own profile I get requests all the time if it's something that I'm really compelled about your product or service I'll consider it but for most of the time I actually say you know what I'm not interested and I don't even bother I just usually reject or let those uh, requests expire so I'm gonna talk about commenting and when you make a comment on someone else's post you're now giving yourself a chance to appear on beyond your network so that person made made a made a post and you leave a comment and it starts getting some traction well all of their followers have a chance to now discover who you are and it doesn't mean that people are necessarily going to see your post and connect with you but they might now there's 
a lot of ways you can comment and engage with other people. And I've talked to someone recently and I gave them a bunch of tips and <laughs> this person's listening. They basically started promoting their business um, with their company page on a comment. And I felt it was really off. And I said, imagine if someone did this to your page, uh, you'd, you'd want to delete the comment. So make sure the comments insightful and engaging. Uh, I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts that talk about LinkedIn optimization. And one of the things I've heard as feedback is that LinkedIn wants to focus on kind of like comment density. So it's, it's not just a comment like great post. If you're getting comments that are like great posts, I would challenge that person and say like, what did you find insightful about that post? Um, you wanna engage with someone else's post and say more than like, that was great, or I learned a few things, or if you have learned a few things, explain what it is that you've learned. It shows that you've followed what that person's doing. No one likes comment spam. And the more insightful the post is, you never know if that post is gonna get more likes and more engagement from other people. And those other people that you might wanna be connecting with could see what's going on here. And maybe you're gonna say something that resonates with them. They could connect to you, or you can actually see that if they liked your comment, you can go chase them down and say, send a comment, uh, send a LinkedIn request for a connection. Um, engagement with your own posts. So let's say you do a post, and I'm gonna get into another topic about how to make engaging posts, but you make a post and people are engaging in some capacity. You have likes and then comments. Now, every time someone leaves a comment, this is probably one thing I see people that don't do the best job of. They'll do a post, two or three people comment, and then it dies. Now, what LinkedIn likes to see is comment engagement and back and forth. So I've been doing this for over a year where when someone comments, 99% of the time I'm leaving a reply. And sometimes it's like, thanks, or I follow up to their comment and I don't just kind of say, hey, nice, <laughs> nice comment, you know? Um, I try to make it so it's insightful and engaging and I'm adding a bit more meat. So if I actually reply, and give another insight on their comment, you can actually start a thread and that thread is gonna start spreading and getting more people. So what you'll start noticing is when things start working well, is you'll start seeing you're getting more likes and comments on your posts. And when you actually looked at your own LinkedIn profile to look at your, your data, your analytics, you'll start seeing more engagement. You'll start seeing more visitors to your profile. That's gonna to translate to more LinkedIn requests. So these things are pretty important. So. Focus on engagement, always reply. And if you're one of those people that will spam, do comment spam, I, I occasionally will actually delete them. You know, I don't care if it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a cheap comment that has no weight, I don't want them connected with my network. And if they're spamming, it's gonna be most likely delete unless you're a good friend. If you are a good friend, I'm gonna probably uh, set you straight, pull you aside and say, hey, um, we need to do this a lot better. So I'm gonna talk about a few more things. Um, let's see, rich media. So when you're looking at LinkedIn and you're, you're just looking at your feed, if you pay attention to what kind of uh, media is appearing in front of you, this is kind of an insight as to what will work. So do you do a post with text? Do you do a post with text and emojis? Do you throw in an image? Do you add a video? And sometimes you actually notice other people, they have these carousels where you've got an image, but you notice that you can scroll. And then of course you do that. So those are carousels and there's all different types of things you can do. If you're gonna do a video, record the video or make the video, format it and upload it direct to LinkedIn. Don't use YouTube or another um, 
source because once again, LinkedIn does not want to see your your connections go from LinkedIn to YouTube. They want you to stay on LinkedIn, not going anywhere, spend all day on it if you want. So just pay attention to this and actually experiment with it. When you go to create a post, LinkedIn gives you a lot of different options. I mean, just kind of looking at it right now, let's see what we've got here. Um, I think you can upload a video. You've got pictures. You can do animated GIFs or GIFs, whatever you want to call it. You can straight up write an article. And if you do that, I mean, it, it just has probably a bit more engagement. But pay attention to carousels and definitely make use of videos and try to mix it up so you're not doing the same thing all the time. If it's just text, pay attention to what's on your feed. You just go to LinkedIn Home and go, how many videos am I seeing on the first 20 posts? Is it 10%? Is it 20%? I believe this changes all the time and it's all about engaging uh, content. So just be very mindful of the different types of content you can create um, and think about rich media. Polls. Now, I've been doing polls for quite some time and they're fun, but sometimes I think you can get poll burnout and I've done this before where I've done too many polls consecutively and people are just like, I'm tired of it. And I follow people that they do polls all the time and they just they just get boring after a while so use polls as a way to mix things up and try to just gain some insights um, quite often for me i'm just trying to look for insights of my own uh, buyer persona of you know my ideal target and polls will just kind of get you all sorts of engagement so just test the waters test with your post test with videos see what works see what doesn't work you are going to publish stuff that will fall flat on its face and that's just the way it is. So just, you know, you know, eat the loss and just keep moving on, but always be testing. And next, follow interesting people and see who likes their posts. So I'm just gonna give a kind of like a couple more tricks. Uh, maybe they're not tricks, but they're just uh, quick things that I like to do. So I'll follow someone who's got a lot of profile, um, like, a, like a lot of profile visits and they have a lot of followers. And if they're, the, my, if they're in my network and they have a lot of people in common, I want to know who they know that I'm not connected with. So what I do is I go to that popular profile and I look at their recent posts and I see who's liking them. I click to see who's liked them. I get that list and I'm looking for people that I don't recognize that I think could be interesting. I'll just straight up uh, open all those uh, users in a, in a tab and I'll create like 10 at once and I'll just go through them and I'll say, do I know them? And if it's a new connection opportunity, I'm interested if they are worth connecting with. So I'm not going to waste a connection and bump up my numbers if they have nothing to do with me or I don't think we're going to do any business or they're not going to be helpful for me. And even in return, I might not be helpful for them. So it's not always just like a one-way street. I always try to look out to see how I can help other people because you never know when someone's going to be like, hey, you know, this John guy helped me out. I'm going to totally recommend him for you know affiliate marketing and other things like that. So an events as well, sometimes conferences will actually publish, they'll have like a LinkedIn event and you can actually say that you're attending. So what I find cool about this is, and people abuse this, so take it with a grain of salt, is I can see who's attending. And I've done this before where I'm going to a conference that I don't know a lot of people at that event. And it's great when LinkedIn actually has this where that conference organizer has set it up such that I can actually go and see who's actually attending. And then I can make a connection request or that's part of my message. I'll make the connection request with an extra note saying, hey, I see you're going to this event. 
and I looked at your profile and you have these things that I'm interested in. Would you be interested in meeting? And you just kind of leave it at that. Um, that's a better way than saying, hey, uh, let's meet for whatever and I want to sell you something. <laughs> the, the guard comes up right away. So just try to meet people and say, hey, I'm looking to connect. It's a great way to meet people. And I've met a lot of quality people at conferences by, by doing this. I wish more events with organizers that have like, you know, real face-to-face -face conferences would make use of LinkedIn to say, you know, these are events and people can click to say they're attending. Gives me a chance to see who I want to meet with. Sometimes there's people that want to meet and I'm thinking it's not a best use of my time and people do that to me as well. Just the way it is, but uh, keep in mind that events is a great way to expand your reach. You're going to a conference, whatever the topic is, and you're there to meet like-minded people. Okay, the last uh, set of things I want to talk about is profile optimization. So let's assume you're someone, and uh, this is really coming from a friend saying, hey, John, I need some help. Uh, could you help me optimize my, my LinkedIn profile? I want to I want to get more reach. I want to get more customers. And you know, I've been trying to uh, expand my profile where I can get better jobs. So I'm going to talk about the things you can do to optimize your profile. I'm going to look at someone's profile, but I'm not going to share it on screen because I want to you know, keep that profile confidential and I kind of don't want to uh, call up my friend and kind of highlight all the things that I think they could change. But I'm just going to go on this profile and it's a good friend and she has what she does for her work and her experience, which is great. Um, I think uh, in terms of profile pictures, I'm not going to say I'm the expert at profile pictures, but there's a lot of people that have written really good articles about what a good profile picture is on LinkedIn, including a background. So take the time, do your research. You can actually probably even put this into ChatGPT. And I actually did that on the side for you know how to optimize LinkedIn. And I'll probably go over that in the at the end. But have a really good picture. And the picture you choose to use has can have a lot of impact in terms of trying to um, show you're like an authority or you're serious. I mean, if you're that type of person that wants to show your charisma or that you're funny, you do what you want. But try to make sure your picture's profile and go, who is the person that's looking at my profile? And if you're trying to actually get a job per se, then you want to come off as ultra professional. So going through, one thing that I notice when I'm looking at someone, whether it's to hire someone or just to kind of see who I'm checking out that I might want to connect with, I'm curious to see how many connections they have in common. I'm looking to see how many connections they have in total. And I'm also interested to know how many followers they have. So I'm just checking them out. And I'm just trying to see if they have things optimized. Now, as well, um, without a doubt, one thing that you can do that I think a lot of people don't do is you might see hashtags. And you can you can put up to five hashtags on your profile. So make use of these because you can actually appear in other people's searches when you uh, make use of the hashtag. And don't go super generic by saying, I'm going to use the hashtag, uh, hashtag affiliate. I'm going to use the hashtag CRM. That's... That's super wide that it's not going to narrow in and help what you do, but get ultra specific. I mean, you know, if you want to network with people in your area, use your, your own hashtag of like, you know, Toronto, whatever, just pick a town, but just pay attention to what kind of hashtags you can use and be mindful. Just make sure you have them added in, in your about, you got to make it pop. And, um, I don't know. I, I think people, they just don't like seeing paragraphs. We're lazy humans. We like to scan before we read. So if you're giving someone lots of paragraphs and there's no insightful information, people, I mean, this is why Wikipedia is is what it is. 
Wikipedia is full of bullet points, lists, numbered lists, bolds, and all those things. Now, you might not be able to do that on LinkedIn, but you can break down your about section to, to highlight a couple points. Keep it simple because people will scan it, but if you give them a paragraph, they're going to walk right by it. Uh, my friend has very few posts in the last um, three weeks, four months, and five months. Those are recent posts that are showing up, and there's just not a lot. In terms of uh, likes, they've got 14 likes, 13 likes, and two likes. So this, again, is you want to build engagement, and I see uh, another couple no-nos. Um, she's done a couple posts where there are links inside the post. So LinkedIn is going to shoot that down from an engagement perspective. So that's something you want to basically see if you can hack. If you've got a post that's extremely insightful and that's getting you a lot of attention or is helpful, you can pin that post. So in my case, I've done a promotional video for my software and it's a video and it's a LinkedIn video. And what's great is that ever since I posted, I pinned that post to my profile, it's getting constant viewers. Like people are seeing it more and more. So new people that are coming into my profile, they get to see who I am and they see that pin post. And I want all of them to see that pin post before they see anything else. Uh, I don't care if they see it over and over again. It's uh, I think it's a funny video. It's a great video. And once again, going back to metrics, I get to see how many minutes of that video is played. And it's quite a bit. Um, LinkedIn is your resume. So fill out your experience, but try to break it down. So you've got more things that it's just not plain or plain Jane, like languages, make use of interests, make use of volunteer. My strong opinion, if you want to stand out from all the other people that are out there, put some volunteer work and, you know, just do it because it's the right thing to do. But look at all the different things you can add in your profile and just kind of fill it out and make it so it's just not plain and there's something to look at and something for someone to grab onto to say, hey, I have that in common um, or I see you're following this or, you know, even when it comes to your job descriptions, it's uh, you give them too much text. We're lazy. Uh, keep it short and simple. People can click to see more, but, you know, just make it make it easier on the eyes and add a bit more meat to your profile and maybe have a good background. Um, your background can actually add extra info and just keep it simple like that. So checking out the rest of my notes. Um, yeah, uh, you just want to basically be constantly engaged on LinkedIn. You don't need to spend the one to two hours per day, which some people might advocate on. I mean, LinkedIn is kind of like it's still social media. It might not be Facebook, but for some people, they spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Sometimes I can be guilty of that. And what I like to do is I, I just like to kind of say, is engaging or following LinkedIn helping me today? And if I find that, you know, I'm kind of wasting time with engagement, then I'll kind of tune out. But I'm always testing things and I'm always looking to see what can be done. But ever since I've been on LinkedIn um, for the last year and a half, like I've had an account for many years, but for the last year and a half, I've stepped up my game. I made it an, an effort to post fairly frequently. And I'm very mindful to say, well, what kind of content can I publish that's going to have some, that's going to resonate. And from that experience, I've built up an audience where I'm almost at 4,000 followers. It's a far cry from Justin Rose, 60,000 followers, but stay engaged, engage with your users try different content. You don't have to be on LinkedIn all the time, but when I'm on, I'm finding a lot of opportunities and doors that are opening up because I've been disengaged. I mean, it's weird that people will tell me in my own industry that, hey, you're the LinkedIn guy. 
I've only got 4,000 followers. I'm just getting started. But it's nice to see that even though I've only got those 4,000 followers, that my content is getting that engagement. So you want to make sure your content's getting engaged because you want to build your network. I mean, hey, maybe someone that wants to hire you wants someone that actually can have that reach in LinkedIn. So you have too many reasons not to be on LinkedIn. I kind of hate Facebook and hey, we're all about business. Facebook, if you have to use it for business, keep it. But LinkedIn is the place to be. Thank you so much for listening. And if you could do me a massive favor, give us a comment or rating wherever you listen to this podcast. It would be a great help. And you're going to help us hack that algorithm so we can get more subscribers. Thank you so much.